episode number 20 of the Healthier Life podcast. Hi, I hope you've been having a good start to the new year. We have just wrapped up the seven-day Healthy Habits Challenge inside the Healthier Life Community Facebook group, and oh my goodness, it was so much fun. We focused on one habit for each of the seven days, and I did a Facebook Live training each day. And then we also had lots of group discussion, sharing concerns and tips and advice and encouragement. And it was so wonderful to see everyone really getting into it and engaging with the content. One of the participants had this to say on day five. And just before I read out her review, just to mention that planning ahead was one of the seven habits that we covered. She said this, It's been an amazing few days joining this challenge. Planning has helped us keep to some really healthy food plans. It's also helped me plan my quiet time, home short exercise burst and daily routine exercise. And planning my days has prevented me stopping to buy coffee. And I'm appalled to evaluate that my entire workday had me surviving on coffee mostly that had gone cold. Switching to the water and healthier teas, chai and limited coffee has saved money and I'm feeling really well in myself. No sluggish feeling mid-afternoon or collapsing in a heap when I arrive home. I have not experienced a bloated stomach. I think it will take me a while to really master the changes so that they are truly part of my daily routine without thinking, but hey, I'm five days closer to making that a reality thanks to you all. That was such a great review from Ali, who was one of the participants inside the seven day healthy habits challenge. So the challenge is over, but the content is still staying up in the group for one more week. So if you're listening to this before the 24th of January, 2022, then come over and join our Facebook group and catch up on all the challenge videos before they get taken down. It's all totally free. And to be honest, it's the kind of content that you would get if you were inside a paid online course. So I would really recommend that you check it out while you can over at the Healthier Life Community Facebook group and I'll put the link to join our Facebook group in the show notes below. One of the foundational topics that I cover with my clients and that we also touched on briefly in the seven day challenge is the topic of nutrition. And so today I thought I would do an episode all about a particular kind of food that people love to hate and often avoid. But it's a kind of food that is actually packed full of nutrition and is really, really good for you. And that food is beans. Why are beans good for us? How can we avoid getting the unpleasant side effects? What are my tips for cooking them? And how can we get more beans into our diet? It's all inside today's episode. But before we start, just a quick disclaimer as always. The information presented on this podcast is for educational and inspirational purposes only. Always consult your doctor before making any changes to your diet and lifestyle. Okay, let's head into today's episode all about beans. Hi, and welcome to the Healthier Life podcast, where you can get great tips and strategies to empower you to live that healthier life you've always wanted. Do you want to feel vibrant and full of energy so that you can make the impact you desire in this world? I believe that when we are intentional about looking after our health, then we can find the energy, balance, and joy that we need as Christian women to step into our God-given potential and make a real difference in this world. If you're here to learn about how a diet based more on whole foods, plant-based nutrition can bring a healthier life both to you and the planet, if you want to know how to manage your stress better, improve your sleep, exercise in a way that is fun and manageable, if you want to deepen your faith and build in more gratitude, 
so that you can flourish once more in a life you love, then you are in the right place. I'm Catherine Shelton. Let's get started. Beans, beans, good for the heart. The more you eat, the more you... Yes, well, <laughs> let's not go there. Did you also used to sing that song in the playground at school? Beans have certainly got a bad rap. But before we write them off as just another factor contributing to greenhouse gases, we should have a look at why they are so incredibly important for our health. But first, before we do so, let's just check what we know a bean actually is. Beans are the seeds of a particular family of plants. Sometimes we might think of them as being the whole pod with all the seeds inside it, such as in the case of green beans or runner beans. But usually, though, we're just referring to the seed itself. There are dozens of different types of beans, for example, kidney beans, soy beans, broad beans, fava beans, black beans, pinto beans and mung beans. And to clear up some confusion, beans are also part of a bigger family of plants called pulses, which includes lentils and peas. Another name for these plants are legumes. And did you know that peanuts actually come from a legume plant and so they're not actually a nut at all? So now that we know what a bean is, what are the health benefits? Well, you've heard me mention on this podcast before about the blue zones, those areas of the world where people tend to live the longest, healthiest lives. In the research done, people who lived in the blue zones tended to eat a mostly plant-based diet which included at least half a cup a day of beans. And that's about four times as many beans than the average person eats in the US. So what is it in beans that helps people live longer? Well, for a start, they're a high-quality plant-based source of protein. So they actually count as both a vegetable and a protein. Beans are also really high in soluble fibre, iron, magnesium, potassium and B vitamins. And they have been shown to help lower blood cholesterol. In fact, having beans in your diet can actually help you lose weight. And as a low glycemic index food, they help to regulate blood sugar. And there's also evidence that they help to lower the risk of heart disease, diabetes and even cancer. So the song was right, they are indeed good for your heart. In addition to all these health benefits, beans are actually relatively cheap, especially if you buy them dry in bulk. They're easy to store and are great for feeding a hungry family. Okay, but what about the unwanted side effects, I hear you ask? Well, yes, some people, many people, do have problems digesting beans, and yes, they can lead to excess flatulence. Now, this is because of the oligosaccharides that they contain, and that's a type of sugar molecule which is also found in cabbage. So in order to digest these molecules, we would need an anti-oligosaccharide enzyme, but humans don't actually have this in their digestive tract. Instead, the oligosaccharides are digested by helpful bacteria in our large intestine, but they do give off gas as a byproduct. However, there are some things that you can do to minimise this if this is putting you off eating beans. I have three tips for preparing and cooking beans that will help you minimise the unwanted side effects. Tip number one is to soak, rinse and drain your beans properly. So these problem-causing oligosaccharides are sugars, and sugar dissolves in water. So if we soak our beans overnight and rinse them well, or carefully drain and rinse the canned beans, we should be able to remove a lot of these flatulence-causing sugars. Beans should ideally be soaked for 12 to 48 hours, and changing the water two or three times a day if you're soaking them for a long time. 
However, lentils and canned beans do not need to be pre-soaked. So tip number one was to soak, rinse and drain properly. Tip number two is to build up slowly. If you find that you're not digesting beans well, then start with no more than two to three tablespoons at a time and then gradually build up. You might also find that lentils and peas or smaller beans such as mung beans are actually easier for you to digest so you could start with those. Or you could take a digestive enzyme to help you. So tip number two is to build up slowly. And tip number three is to add digestive aids to the cooking process. So when you're cooking your beans, add a bay leaf or a strip of kombu, which is a kind of seaweed, to the pot. You could also add spices such as turmeric, fennel, cumin and ginger. Another trick is to add a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar during cooking. All of these will help to make the beans more digestible. Now you might be thinking, what about soybeans? Aren't they supposed to be dangerous for your health? Well, firstly, soy has been happily consumed by Asian people for centuries. Soy in the form of tofu, miso, tempeh, soybeans and soy milk has been shown to provide protection against certain forms of cancer because of the phytoestrogens that it contains. Now, people have wrongly thought that the phytoestrogens in soy have a kind of feminising effect on men, but this isn't true. There may be some situations where your doctor might advise against soy, for example, if you've had an estrogen-positive form of breast cancer above a particular level, or, of course, if you are actually allergic or intolerant to soy. But generally, for most people, soy is totally fine. A valid concern might be that much of the soy in our food chain is GMO, genetically modified, and it's also found in processed forms such as soy protein isolate and soy oil. And so, yes, it's highly recommended to avoid GMO soy and highly processed foods if you can and to buy organic wherever possible. And finally, I often get asked, what about all the damage to the Amazon rainforest by growing soy? Well, did you know that only about 6% of all soy grown in the world is actually consumed by humans? About 80% or so is grown for animal feed and the rest for biofuel. So if you are worried about the rainforest, and that's a great concern to have, then a better option would actually be to reduce the amount of meat in your diet instead. Beans are generally one of the most sustainable crops to grow, as well as being great for your health. So if you are concerned about the environment, having lots of beans in your diet is certainly a great way to go. So how can we get more beans into our diets? Well, one tip is to increase your consumption of healthy soybeans by adding a handful of them whenever you're boiling green peas for dinner. This was a tip I got from some friends a few years ago and the children barely noticed them, but they do add a lot more protein. Second tip is to try recipes for curries that involve beans rather than meat. And these kinds of recipes tend to be actually more authentic versions of the Indian dishes anyway. Thirdly, you could try some bean soups. They're a great lunchtime favourite during the winter months in our house, and we particularly enjoy the Hungarian bean soup with dumplings recipe. A fourth tip is that Mexican food obviously lends itself really well to beans, as it's a great part of their diet too. And there are loads of great recipes on the internet that you can look up. Fifthly, you can even use things like black beans or white beans in some desserts, such as brownies, so check out recipes for that. And then, of course, finally, there's the humble baked bean. But do check for low salt options or even make your own. So do you eat beans regularly? 
And if so, what are your favourites? Email me at support at and I would love to hear from you. Or come and join us over in the Healthier Life Community Facebook group. And if you're wondering, well, what about coffee beans? Well, that is a whole other episode, which I will get into another time. So that's it for today's episode. My challenge to you today is to try one new bean dish in your meal plan for this coming week and see how you get on. Have a great week and I will catch you in the next episode. Hey, quickly before you go, if this podcast has helped and inspired you in some way, then please jump over to iTunes and leave me an honest review. That way more people can find this show and be inspired too. I personally read every single review and your feedback is so encouraging to me. The second way you can help get the word out is to take a quick screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Catherine Shelton Health and I'll share it right back. Thank you so much. God bless. Until next time.